The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 13th edition. Got a 15-gamer on tap. I've had a full slate in a little bit of a time, and uh, this is a doozy. Lots to go on with tonight. Hope everybody had a good Monday. Saw some good Toronto stacks in the chats today, so or last night, so that's that's good to see. A little, little bit of differentiation went a long, long ways, and it works every once in a blue moon, and that's how you play MLB DFS, so good to see there. Uh, Keller got it done. Brock Stewart got it done for our value arms of the night. So overall, pretty solid stuff. Again, 15-game slate tonight. It's going to be a wild one. You got nine totals over nine and a half. You got five totals over ten. You got 13 team totals of five or more already. Lots and lots of offense. You got some weather concerns to worry about as well. Uh, Looking at the totals on this slate, you got Astros at the White Sox, total of nine. Orioles, Yankees, ten. Cubs, Phillies, ten. Reds, Nationals, 10.5. Rangers, Blue Jays, 9.5. Red Sox, Indians, 8. Dodgers, Marlins, 8. Seattle, uh, Detroit, 9. Mets, Braves, 9.5. Twins, Brewers, 10.5. Cardinals, Royals, 9.5. D-backs, Colorado, 12. Uh, A's, Giants, 8. Pirates, Angels, 9.5. And And Rays, Padres, 8. So some really nice pitching environments and some really, really good hitting environments to target. For the weather front at this point in time, as things can change throughout the day, but Baltimore and the Yankees, 35 to 40% chances kind of gets a little worse as the night goes on, so keep an eye on that one. Chicago at Philly, 30% and increasing as the night goes on there. And then Cincinnati and Washington, about 25 to 30% around there, so that should be interesting as well. So three main places, one, of course, the Nationals, where they just love to be great with their weather reports, so... Keep an eye on those. Should be quite interesting. But other than that, we can get crack a lacking on your pitching on tonight's slate. You got Clayton Kershaw at eleven thousand eight hundred bucks. He leads the way as the top priced option and the probably overall best pitcher on the slate. But it depends if you can pay for him and want to pay for him. You know he's got thirty three, twenty eight, thirty two, twenty six, twenty eight in five of his last six starts. His lowest score was a seventeen over that period. Very very solid floor. He's faced Miami once this year. Six shutout innings. With 10Ks for 32 DraftKings points. Goes into pitcher-friendly Miami. It's a great spot for Kershaw. If you want to pay all the way up, 
knock yourself out. He's a minus 230 road favorite against a team that strikes out 26% of the time versus lefties. And Miami has the lowest team total of 2.95. Lefties 266, righties 294 versus Kershaw. So Kershaw's a great play at 11.8 if you want to go all the way up. Next, I look at Zach Granke at 10-7. He was the top option on Monday. It got rained out. Now you can go back to Granke against the Chicago White Sox, a team that will strike out a hefty amount of times, 26% of the time, versus right-handed pitching. So lots to like there with Granke, like we talked about yesterday. A White Sox team with a uh, 296 Wobe and a 143 ISO versus right-handed pitching. They struggle tremendously. Granke's got a bunch of upside there at $10,700. Last but not least, in this 10K and above range, you got Matt Boyd at $10,300. Uh, Boyd at home, we've got a 388 ERA, averaging about 19 DK points per start. He's faced Seattle once this year, six and a third. Three hits, one earned 10Ks for 29 DraftKings points. He's a strikeout machine. He'll give up some uh, some long balls from time to time. He got beat up by the Royals his last time out, but prior to that, 22 at Texas, 20, uh, 29 at Seattle, 21 at Philly. Um, 16 at Cleveland, 22 at KC, 29 at the White Sox, 26, 20-plus point machine. Phenomenal matchup at home and pitcher-friendly Detroit against the Mariners. A team total just above four. Lefties 274, righties 294 versus Boyd. And when you look at Boyd, a Mariners team that strikes out 26% of the time versus left-handed pitching right now. And the Tigers are not good, and Boyd is still a minus 160 home favorite. So Boyd at 10-3 could be the best play up here price-wise overall production-wise, but it's really interesting. I got Granky 1, I got Kershaw 2, and I got Boyd 3 up top. But Boyd, the more and more you look at him, the matchup, the price, everything, he stands out as a great play. So don't just because he's ranked third here doesn't mean he's he's not a good play. He's a great play if you want to go up here. Kershaw and 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 uh, Granky might have higher ceilings, but Boyd is in a phenomenal spot that can do just as well, if not better, with the right circumstances. When you drop below 10K, you got the likes of Zach Wheeler at 9400 bucks. This is a good contrarian GPP play. The Braves' bats have been pretty red hot. Wheeler's faced him twice this year, uh, averaging 15 points per start. He's averaging 18 points on the road this year. He's coming off three straight 21-plus point performances against Miami at the White Sox against Pittsburgh. So not world beaters by any means. But prior to that, uh, that hiccup at Philly, there's 23 against the Yankees, 23 against Philly. 24 against uh, the Chicago Cubs. So a good run of six or seven starts here with Zach Wheeler and included a little little stent on the IL in between there as well. But a, um, he faces an Atlanta team and strikes out 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Atlanta's team total is uh, just below five. Lefty's 309, righty's 288 versus Wheeler. So really, really interesting GPP play because uh, he won't be, won't be high-owned because people love the Braves and for good reasons. The Braves' bats are very, very good. They're at home. It's a contrarian play, but uh, Wheeler's one of those guys that could deal in an environment like this, and that's a tremendous upside if you want to get weird. If not, no worries at all. I think a popular play tonight at $9,000 will be Jack Flaherty at the Kansas City Royals. On the season, Flaherty's been much better at home than on the road, but as of late, he's just pitching great, period. 33 points at the Dodgers his last time out. He had 36 at home against the Cubs, 25 at home against the Astros, uh, 18 at Cincy, 26 against Pittsburgh, 24 at the Giants. So that's a run of like six just outstanding starts. Your lowest total is 18.5 points. Most of them were well over 20. Now he goes into Kansas City against a team that's pretty depleted, a team that's just every once in a while shows up. And trust me, if you've listened long enough, you know we 
we jump on the uh, the Royals when they're when they're in the right spots. So right now, they're not. Flaherty a minus one eighty road favorite. Uh, the Royals strike out twenty one percent of the time versus right handed pitching. Flaherty in their twenty nine percent K rate, thirty seven and a half percent ground ball rate, and you got a Royals team with a team total just above four. Lefty's three fifty one versus Flaherty, but righty's only two fifty two, and it's a pretty righty dominant lineup. At least the big names in that lineup. So if the right Flaherty shows up, he could absolutely deal tonight. And at $9,000 could be a steal at that price point. Mad Bum, 8600 bucks at home against the A's. It's more of a cash game play than a GPP. An ERA just above three at home this year, averaging 18 DraftKings points. Uh, 24.6 against the Phillies. Uh, we'll leave the Coors start out. But then at the, Dod- or at the Padres, 20. Cubs, 19. Mets, 26. At Milwaukee, 19. He's got that 25-plus point upside, but mainly he's like a, a high-teens, low-20s type guy. He's 8600 bucks. That's a great price point for someone like that. He's got like SP2, GPP relevance. I guess even SP1 if you really want to just punt and get a lot of bats. I have no problem with Mad Bum. Really good cash game floor in this matchup versus the A's. An A's team that strikes out 21.5% of the time versus lefties. Mad Bum minus 115 home favorite. He has a 23.5% K rate of his own to go with a 37% ground ball rate on the season. And when you look at the Oakland A's, they have a team total of 3.9. It's the fourth lowest on the slate. You have the, the Marlins, the White Sox, the Orioles, and then the A's. So Madbone's got the fourth lowest team total against on the slate. Lefties 265, righties 327. The A's do have a lot of pop versus lefties, but they'll also lose the DH tonight. So no crush Davis. So keep that in mind. But Madbone at 86. Very, very much in play tonight. Last but not least, Brendan McKay at 8,100 should be a fun play here at the San Diego Padres. He's been much better on the road this year. 2-6 road ERA compared to 5-6 at home. Uh, he had 17 against Toronto, 19 at Boston. Beat up at home against the White Sox, 24 at Baltimore. Uh, only 8 against the Yanks, 22 against Texas. So it's all or nothing, it seems like, with McKay. He gets to hit in San Diego, so that'll be fun to see because he actually knows what he's doing with the bat. And he faces a Padres team that strikes out 26.5% of the time versus lefties to go with McKay's 26.5% K rate, 32% ground ball rate. Like that to be a little better, but not horrible. And he got a Padres team with a 3.9 team total, just above the A's. Lefties 339, righties 314. First, Brendan McKay. So McKay at $8,100. Very much GPP relevant tonight. So in this middle, I got Flaherty 1, Wheeler 2, um, McKay 3, Mad Bum 4. Again, these are all very viable plays. Mad Bum's a great cash game play. McKay a little more GPP relevant. Uh, Flaherty's the one that you want for sure in this price range. Now when you drop below 7K, you got a few punts you can target. Max Freed, 6,700 at home against the Mets. The Mets have been playing extremely well of late. Extremely well. So keep, take, keep that in mind. You got uh, a Freed... Who's got a 3.75 home ERA, getting about 12 points per game at home? He's faced the Mets twice this year, struck out 12 and 11 while giving up five earned, averaging 16 points per performance. In his recent starts, 25.8 at Minnesota, 23.6 at home against Cincinnati, 14 at Philly, 22.3 at Milwaukee. So he's got 22 plus and three of four, 14 or more in four straight. We saw him pitch really well earlier in the year, had a little hiccup in the middle. But he's been back to being a really, really good pitcher of late. Uh, faces that, again, a Mets team that's been swinging it well, but strikes out a little less than 21% of the time versus lefties. Free 24% K rate, 54% ground ball rate, which is always a great way to equalize 
some pop. Something to definitely keep in mind there. And you got a Mets team with a team total of 4.5, just below middle of the pack. Lefty's 257, righty's 305. So when it comes to GPP plays, Max Fried at 67, definitely an option tonight. Uh, Brett Anderson at 64 at the Giants, you know, pitcher friendly AT&T Park. Uh, you got you got Brett Anderson coming off a 15 point performance at the Cubs. Um, very up and down type guy. Usually a pretty good floor. Can get hit around at times. He's an option at 64. Another option coming off a couple of really good starts. You know, once a not a highly highly touted prospect, but one that was respected is Joe Ross of the Nats. 5,500 bucks. Um, really kind of an up and down this year, but he's made a few starts of late. 24.5 at the Giants. 18.4 at Arizona. He had a 6 against the Dodgers, 12 at Atlanta. So that's the last four starts as he's kind of been thrown back into the rotation. Gone at least five innings in three of those four starts. He's 5500 bucks at home against the Reds. A Reds team that's not bad at all. Um, but they do have some strikeouts. 23.5% K rate versus righties uh, to go against Ross's 20% K rate, 43% ground ball rate. A Reds team with a 5.15 team total. Uh, lefties are hitting 408, righties 359. A lot of that was factored in earlier in the year when Ross wasn't nearly as locked in, is not the right word, but kind of in the groove he's in right now. Can Ross get hit around? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's very, very possible. But for 5500 uh, bucks, there's definite GPP upside with a guy like Ross. Last but not least, UC Kikuchi at 5300 at Detroit. Uh, he's faced the Tigers once this year, six and two thirds, seven hits, two earned, four Ks for fifteen. I would take fifteen. That was three starts ago. He had twenty-one in his last start against the Padres. He got beat up at Houston. He got beat up by the Angels at the Angels for six points. Oakland nineteen. He is very, very up and down. Very, very a GPP play. Usually takes advantage of bad teams. The Tigers are a bad team. Does it mean he's going to do it? No. Kikuchi is very, very volatile. But one thing we do know is the Tigers strike out 27% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Kikuchi, 17% K rate, 45% ground ball rate. And you got a Tigers team with a team total below five. So you got one of the cheapest pitchers on the slate facing a team with a total below five. Uh, lefties, 326. Righties, 342 versus Kikuchi. And this Tigers team was a 297 Woba and a 145 ISO versus left-handed pitching. So it's definitely a punt. It's not a locked-in punt by any means, but someone to keep in mind. So I got Ross one, Kikuchi two, uh, Anderson or Freed three, Anderson four. When you're uh, breaking down the punts tonight, recapping the slew of pitching options up top: Granky, Kershaw, Boyd. Has nothing against Boyd. Boyd's still a great play. If you want to go to Boyd for ownership and whatnot, no problem at all. In the middle, Flaherty, Wheeler, McKay, Bumgarner. Bumgarner is a great cash game play with GPP upside. And then down below, Ross, Kikuchi, Freed, and Anderson. So as you can tell, lots of ways to go on a 15-game slate. And you might think that was a lot of pitchers. That's only 11 of the 30 possible. So I'll only give you a third, basically, because you're going to need to build. Um, if you're going to build just a couple lineups and you want to get different, I'd say Boyd, Flaherty, uh, Freed, Ross, that kind of be the main, the main builds I'd be looking at if you want to get really weird on this slate. All right, let's get to the bats on this 15-game mega slate. Catcher's position, and again, there's going to be tons of options on this slate, so if you have any questions, come join us in the Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat or become a member at thequantedge.com in the member Discord. We can help you there. You can get uh, 
the rest of MLB for free if you use promo code Bubba when you buy the NFL season for one forty nine ninety nine. It's a great deal. Highly recommend it. Preseason week two kicking off this week. You don't want to miss that. Uh, Thequantedge.com. So use promo code Bubba when you buy the NFL season pass for one forty nine ninety nine. You get the rest of baseball free. Also, if you just want to try out the Quantedge, you can go to the new website and sign up for a free one week trial. Go check that out. That's a new feature to the site. Just go see everything that's going on. Start on a Thursday and run through a Thursday or something. Whatever you want to do. But go check it out at thequantedge.com. All right. The catcher's position. You got Alex Avila or Carson Kelly in Coors. Kelly went deep last night. Both in play tonight. Uh, El Guerri, GPP only at 43 versus John Means. Uh, keep that in mind. But Wilson Ramos, if you're not using Freed at 43, is intriguing. Ramos averaging 11 over his last 10. Big time lefty master. 10-14. 7, 6, 18 in his last uh, 5. Definite upside there at 43 against Freed if you want to go that direction. Uh, sliding on down though, like Travis Darnold at 43 versus Eric Lauer has got some appeal to it for sure. In that matchup, um, Jason Castro versus Chase Anderson is only 4K. That's got a little bit of upside for you there too. Uh, Austin Romine, if he gets to start instead of Gary, is 38. I'd imagine Gary's playing, but you never know. Um... Going on to the mid threes and below now. <clears throat> Excuse me. You got the likes of maybe a Jonathan Lucroy if he cracks the Cubs lineup at 36 versus Jason Vargas. That's got some upside to it. Jake Rogers of the Detroit Tigers at 35 is averaging seven and a half over his last 10, 0, 14, 6, 2, 14. A prospect with a little bit of pop there. He's 3,500 versus Kikuchi. That's a good value. If you're not going, you say Kikuchi. So uh, give uh, Jake Rogers a look for you there. Um, farther down, like a Tucker Barnhart at 34 versus uh, Joe Ross. He's definitely in play for you. Buster Posey at 34 versus Anderson uh, is an option. as a cheaper play as well. Uh, Troy Walters, if he gets to start for Colorado, he's only 3300 bucks in Coors. That's got some appeal to it. John Hicks of the Tigers at 31 versus Kikuchi. He's in play as a nice value as well. Other than that, you got Yadier Molina at 3K. He's back from the IL. He gets Glenn Sparkman tonight, so that's a hell of a value with Yadier at 3K. Keep an eye on him as well. And then when you drop below 3K, it's going to be like Danny Jansen against Lynn at 28. GPP only. Jorge Alfaro's GPP only against Kershaw. Not must plays at all, but we saw Danny Jansen go deep yesterday, as we talked about. Uh, Stallings of Pittsburgh at 27. Been swinging it well. Put up a 25 spot last night. 25, 3, 5, 18 in his last four. He's 2,700 versus Griffin Canyon. He'd be a, a punt option. Then other than that, just check your lineups as you'll get your usual suspects down here of Mathis and Stassi and a couple other guys based on who is in the lineups. First base, you got Big Meat Pete at 52 versus Freed. If you're fading Freed, that's a sexy play for you. Uh, you got Gilly Gurriel at 48. It's not bad. You got Chris, uh, Christian Walker and Coors at 48. Got some upside to it as well. But when you slide on down, Josh Bell, he went ring-a-ding-ding again last night. Three homers in his last two games. Uh, he has 16 or more points in three of his last four. Gets Griffin Canning tonight. Canning's good. I'm not going to say he's not. But you got a Pittsburgh team with a 4.2 team total. Lefties 303. Righties 290. They put a butt whooping down on Suarez last night. Canning's a better pitcher, but at the same time, Good upside there with Josh Bell at 4,600. <clears throat> you can go to Paul Goldschmidt at 44 in a great spot versus Sparkman. Goldie's averaging over 8 his last 10, 34, 7, and 10 in his last 3. 
big time upside for Sparkman. Um, we look at St. Louis. Uh, where'd you go? Cards 5.14 total. Lefties 367, righties 355 versus Sparkman. So Goldie at 44, very much relevant tonight. Um, Jock Jans at 43, GPP only. It sucks going to Miami, but it is Jordan Yamamoto who's been giving it up a bit of late. So you can look at his direction. Jose Ozuna at 43 is worth a look if you're stacking Pittsburgh only. Uh, Brandon Dixon at 41, a nice cheapie. If you're fading Kikuchi, you want guys like Dixon averaging 7.5 over his last 10. You know, it's not sexy. 0-6, But then he had that run of 10, 12, 13, 17. He's got some sneaky pop, and he comes from the right side of the plate. It's in the middle of that Detroit order. He's 4100 bucks. Detroit's got a total just below 5. Uh, Righty's written 342 off Kikuchi. So Dixon, if you're fading Kikuchi, Dixon at 41 is a value you can definitely get behind if you're looking for some today. Uh, Joey Votto at 4K. Lefties can get to Ross. Votto had a nice night last night at 14 points. He has seven or more points in four straight games. Very good cash game play at 4,000 with a little bit of GPP upside. I mentioned Jake Lamb yesterday as a sneaky nice GPP play with Coors in play. He went deep for 18 points. He's been he's boomer bust, but it's Coors Field. It's $4,000 for a guy that's going to get probably four-plus at-bats against pitchers you can definitely take advantage of. They have a 5.8 total tonight. Lefty's written 346 off John Gray. So Jake Lamb is definitely GPP viable. He's first base, third base eligible at $4,000. That is a very solid play when you're playing Coors Field. You look for the value plays. You look for the different plays. Jake Lamb was one last night. Does it work every day? No. But uh, you got to set yourself up in positions to win, and that is one to make it happen. When you go down a little farther, uh, you got the likes of Howie Kendrick should be back from the IEL. He's $3,800 versus Wood. He's been struggling a lot, but if you need to go there, you can. I'd rather look at uh, you know Votto at 4K or slide on down to likes maybe a Miguel Cabrera at 37 versus Kikuchi. That's got a little bit of interest to me. Jesus Aguilar at Tampa Bay's 37 versus Lauer. Um, Aguilar put up 16 last night, 16, 6, 8 in his last three. $3,700 value play against the lefty and Lauer is someone to take a look at. A few others before we move on from the position. Again, it's super deep as always. But um, Justin Smokes, 3,200, had a big night last night. At that price point, he's almost GPP viable every single night. I like Lance Lynn a lot. I respect the hell out of Lance Lynn. But 3,200 bucks is always worth a look with his kind of upside. Second base, you got Cattell Marte and Coors, which is great. So is Eduardo Escobar. Both phenomenal plays. You got Jose Altuve, who we liked a lot. Versus Cease last night. You got him again tonight at 5,200. So some nice big plays above 5K if you need to go there. Another 5K play, Keston here at $5,000. Very good spot versus Martin Perez. Put up a zero on Sunday. But then 14, 11, 39 his previous three three games. Martin Perez is not the Martin Perez of old. Uh, you got a Brew Crew team with a team total of 5.45. Uh, you can definitely get to Martin Perez. So give Keston here a look at 5,000. When you drop down, Ozzy Albies has been white hot. I like Wheeler a lot, but if you're not pitching Wheeler and you want to get some upside, Ozzy Albies is your guy at $4,600. Same with Johnny Villar at 45 versus Domingo Herman, who has had quite a few hiccups of late, so keep those two in mind. You got Glaber Torres, second base shortstop eligible, and all he does is destroy the Baltimore Orioles. Destroys them. He's 4400 bucks, but 43 points last night. 14 the game before. He hit three homers in two games yesterday. 
He just loves facing the Baltimore Orioles. Absolutely crushes them. He's at 4400 bucks versus John Means tonight. Will be probably very, very popular, but for pretty good reasons. If you're stacking Milwaukee, don't sleep on Moustakas versus a lefty, but only in a stack. Because you got Ryan McMahon at 4300 bucks. He was 42 yesterday. We loved him. I told you, great cash game play. He went deep for 16 points. He's got 16, 11, and 9 in his last three. Tons of upside against Zach Gallon. I love Gallon, but Gallon stepping into Coors might be a, an interesting task for the young kid. And you get a guy like Ryan McMahon at only 4300 bucks. That is sneaky nice in that situation. I mentioned Rogan in our door yesterday at only 3800 in a GPP. He went to Ding Dong City. He has 10 or more points in two of his last four. Big time upside in that matchup versus Pannonas. He has lefties just fine at 4100 When you drop down below 4K, you got guys like uh, Josh Van Meter's only 3900 versus Ross. That's got some upside to it. Um, Kevin Newman maybe at 38 if you need to get weird. But like Kevin Biggio is only 37 versus Lynn hitting towards the top of that order. If you want to get contrarian, you can go there. The, uh, the Jays are going to be in play a lot the rest of the year. That's just going to keep it plain and simple for you there. Lots of options for them. Otherwise, you're going to check lineups. There's a few guys here and there, but nothing really standing out as must plays right now. Adam Frazier's 3,300. Uh, D. Gordon's back. He's 32. Uh, Scooter Jeanette's 32 versus Anderson. Brock Holtz, 31. Uh, Jose Peraza's 31. So there's definite values down here, but nothing standing out right out the gate. Um, man, they, DK Slack, and they still don't have uh, the new kid for Arizona in there yet. That sucks. We could add some serious value, but they don't have Rojas in there yet. Heading over to third base, you got Eduardo Escobar once again is a really good play, but Bregman at 53 is a very nice pivot off of Escobar or even Arenado at 53. So Bregman, good pivot off of those. Uh, you go down to Gio Urshela, who had another big game yesterday's 5K. Uh, he hit a homer in game one, still put up 13 in game two. He has 10 or more points in four straight. He has 10 or more points in seven or seven of his last eight, eight of his last 10. He's been a monster. He's 5K and a very good play tonight against John Means and the rest of the Orioles pitching. So good looks there for Gio Urshela. Uh, Mitchell Gurriel, Rafael Devers, good contrarian play at 48 versus Clevenger. So is Hunter Dozier versus Flaherty, but I just try to get to Urshela. I think that's a smash spot for you there. Uh, J.D. Davis, good GPP play, third base outfit eligible versus Max Freed. Again, if, if you're not using Freed, he can get hit around it from time to time. Uh, Davis, 5, 16, 21, 3, 14, 19, 6, 23. So massive upsides with J.D. Davis at 47. You slide on down some more. You could look, again, Moustakis at 44 is relevant. Uh, Manny Machado at 41, GPP only, but does have some upside. Same with uh, Brian Anderson versus Kershaw. I respect the hell out of Kershaw, but Brian Anderson in a GPP at 4K has got some upside. Jake Lamb at 4K, we've already expressed our love for that one. Uh, Evan Longoria is back from the IL, 17 and 19 in his last two against Philly. Hits lefties extremely well, gets Brett Anderson tonight. Um, Giants have a 4.15 team total, lefties 288, but righties 367 off Anderson. So if you want to get super weird, which I don't think you need to, but you could, um, Evan Longoria at 4K is very much an option there. Dropping below 4K, Matt Chapman's been quiet, but he's 39 versus Bumgarner. Uh, Vladito at 39 versus Lynn. Again, Lynn's a great pitcher, but Vlad, 18 points last night, um, 17 in his start prior to that. The upside is tremendous with Vladito at 3,800. Good savings and a GPP if you need to go there. 
Yeah, Carpenter at 38 versus Sparkman as an option. Marvin Gonzalez at 37 versus Chase Anderson is in play. Uh, Jace Peterson at 36 versus Herman is an option for you as well. So uh, some interesting plays. Uh, Matt Duffy at 35 versus Lauer if you need to, to punt the position. Colin Moran at 33 is an option as well. Let me get a quick drink of water. All right, the shortstop position. I uh, got Trevor Story and Coors. He went deep last night. Definitely in play again tonight. But um, Bregman at 53 is what I really like. Or Correa at 52. Correa has been just white hot. Talked about him a lot on yesterday's show. Just really, really sorching hot since the start of uh, since his return from the IL. So 5200 bucks. Really good look there. Javi Baez at only 51 versus Jason Vargas is very, very appealing. Uh, Javi's been crushing lefties this season. Like, the numbers are scary against left-handed pitching. So give Javi a look at 51. Um, Jorge Polanco at 47. VR at 45. I think that VR plays super GPP. Nice. Uh, only put up 5 and 6 in the two games of the doubleheader yesterday. GPP upside, though, with a guy like um, Johnny VR. You got Xander Bogarts against Clevenger in a GPP. That's fine. Like Nick Ahmed went deep yesterday, he's forty three hundred bucks back in Coors today. Um, Bo Bichette's only forty one hundred at a monster game again last night. Twenty nine more points last night. I stole a bag, four for six, two doubles. These these Jays guys, these freaking Jays. I know it's a, it's a tough matchup versus Lynn, but even against Lynn, they're respected enough to have a four point five team total. They're really starting to hit the ball. These young kids just don't give an f, and it's good to see. Ahmed Rosario at 41 versus Freed. And then Paul DeYoung at 41 versus Sparkman. A couple other nice cheapies at the position if you need to save some cash. Uh, when you get to 4K and below, you got the likes of uh, Jose Iglesias at 38 versus Ross. Gene Segura at 38 versus Quintana. Quintana's been good. If you want to fade him, go for it. In a GPP, Segura's been great versus lefties. But uh, just remember, Quintana has been better than most of late. Just keep that in mind. Uh, Willie Adamas at 37 versus Lauer. Always a guy we love to target, especially versus lefties, especially for value. And then other than that, just check lineups because there will be guys that pop up at the shortstop position. Outfield, last but not least, Jordan Alvarez at 58 is <laughs> it's crazy price, but probably accurate against Dylan Cease. You got Mike Trout at 58 versus Williams. Both great plays. Both phenomenal plays. Uh, you got Cattell Marte, Blackman, and Coors. Uh, Ronald Acuna versus Wheeler, interesting play, but not one of my favorites tonight. You got Belly Bombs versus Yamamoto at 54. Uh, Springer, if you're stacking Houston, don't forget him, because now with Jordan Alvarez, many forget about Springer at 5,300. But, like, the Twins against Chase Anderson is so nice, and it seems to be getting overlooked as we go through the slate. They have a 5.1 team total. Lefty's 253, righty's 361. Max Kepler's been crushing it. He's only 5,100. He's a guy to keep an eye on in that matchup. Uh, Jorge Soler's been hitting everything. I like Flaherty a lot, but if you want to get really contrarian, you could look at Soler. Not one of my top plays, but he's definitely an option. Marcelo Zuna's been swinging a really good stick since coming off the IL. 15, 7, 16, 14 in his last four uh, games. 4900 bucks versus Glenn Sparkman. We've talked about targeting Sparkman before. St. Louis a 5.4 total. Lefty's 367, righty's 355 versus Sparkman. So Zuna at 49 is going to be a super low owned, nice play. Eddie Rosario is streaking again, folks. He's finding the long ball over and over again. Uh, 14-0, 14-4, 12-19-5, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10-10, 10
five. So like eight of his last ten or seven of his last ten double-digit games at 4,900 versus Chase Anderson. Serious appeal in that one. Uh, you got Talkman at 48 is okay. Willie Calhoun maybe. But uh, you look at guys like Chris Bryant at 48 versus Vargas. Definite upside in that matchup. Just Dongs at 47 versus Clevenger. He's got some GPP appeal, just like J.D. Davis, who we talked about earlier at 47. Sliding on down, Starling Marte is only 4700 bucks for Griffin Canning. That's got some upside to it. 20 more points from Marte last night. Just continues to be a very underappreciated ball player. You got Cameron Maven at 46 versus Means. He's got some upside. Uh, Mookie Betts is only 46 versus Clevenger. Uh, DK is respecting Clevenger, which they should. I'm not saying they shouldn't. At the same time, Boston's a very good team. So that's going to be a fun one to see how that one plays out. Um, Aquino, Aristis Aquino is only 46 versus Ross. He went deep again yesterday. He's definitely in play at that price point. But Nick Castellanos at 46 versus Jason Vargas is very nice. The Cubs, um, they're not getting love on the price point-wise. So they could be a nice value on tonight's slate. So I'm going to keep an eye on there. Uh, a few other ones here at the Alphas. It's absolutely loaded. This is a great position to ask questions about. In the Slack chats, we got Ian Happs, 4,400. Brian Reynolds, only 44, versus uh, Griffin Canning. Reynolds went deep last night, uh, 14 and 21 in his last two. He's averaging over 12 in his last 10. He's a good look there at 4,400. You got Avisil Garcia went deep yesterday. It's a lefty again tonight. He's 44. It's a very good value as well. Jock Jams in a GPP. Uh, Lane Thomas has got the call from St. Louis. Uh, He had 30 points in his last game. Really got it done. It's his first start since getting the call. Uh, he went two for five with a grand slam. He's only somewhat value, viable if you're looking for a GPP because Sparkman's not good. So 4300 bucks for Thomas does have its appeal. A few other guys to look at. Mazzari had an absolute moonshot yesterday. If you missed that one, go check that out. An absolute just bomb. Uh, something to think, keep, think in mind if you're playing Texas tonight. Uh, Nixon Zell's 41. It's got a little GPP appeal to it. Uh, Oscar Mercado, probably not. AJ Pollock, if you're stacking the Dodgers at 4K, you could go there. Justin Upton's 4K, struggling a ton, but a decent play versus Trevor Williams. Uh, Will Myers, Josh Naylor versus McKay. Will Myers at 4K, I can definitely see as a GPP play in that matchup. Dexter Fowler's been hitting towards the top of the Cardinals lineup. Put up 16 in his last one. 16, 7, and 12 in his last three. He's 3900 bucks for Sparkman. That's a good value. Mission Josh Van Meter at 39 Good value for you as well. Uh, a few others to take a peek at. You could look at Roman Quinn at 38 versus Quintana. Jesse Winker at a homer yesterday. He's 38. Good value play versus uh, Ross tonight. Um, Travis Dimmerite at 37 versus Kikuchi. A nice value. Marvin Gonzalez is in play as well. Austin Slater at 37 as a value play versus Anderson. You can look at Victor Robles at 36 versus Alex Wood. Uh, Randall Gritchick just keeps hitting home runs. He's 35 in a GPP. You can look that direction. Eloy Jimenez is 34 versus Granke in a GPP. Uh, and then where's the big man? Where's he at? Trent, uh, Trent Grisham's only 34 versus Martin Perez. Someone to keep in mind. Franville Reyes, 33 versus Chris Sale. I love Chris Sale, but GPP-wise, 21 from Franville yesterday as he went deep. Am I saying he's going to take Chris Sale deep? No, but he's a good GPP play at 33 because if anybody can, he's one of them. All right, recapping your pitching up top, Granke, Kershaw, Boyd, all great plays. Nothing against any of them. Boyd, definitely very, very viable tonight. Uh, you got in the middle, Flaherty, Wheeler, 
McKay, Bumgarner. Bumgarner, great cash game play, all in play. Then down below, Ross, Kikuchi, Freed, Anderson. A little dice here down there. Mix and match and see what fits best for you. When you're looking at your stacks, the Yankees versus John Means is a very, very good one. Good pivot off of Colorado because Colorado and uh, and Arizona are both great plays on their own rights. Houston versus Dylan Cease. I see Cease. I see Nova. I think it's going to be Cease, but if it's Nova, it's even better for Houston. So keep that in mind. I think St. Louis versus Glenn Sparkman is a solid, solid pivot as they'll kind of get overlooked in the grand scheme of things. 15-game slate. Ownership gets spread out pretty good, especially a 15-game slate with Coors in play. So keep that in mind. You'll get a lot of low ownership where you usually shouldn't. Uh, the Cubs versus Jason Vargas is live. Uh, Minnesota's not bad either against Chase Anderson. And the list goes on and on. You can get weird with Detroit. That's an option. But uh, some interesting spots to attack on tonight's slate. Let's BVP it up and get out of here. Uh, we got Anthony Rendon, 12 for 21 with a homer off Alex Wood. That's not bad. Corey Dickerson, 6 for 14 with a homer off Quintana. Uh, Reese Hoskins taking him deep as well. Nick Castellanos has two home runs off Jason Vargas. Francisco Lindor, 10 for 24 with a double and a homer off Sale. Jose Ramirez, 8 for 21 with a double. Carlos Santana, 13 for 43, two doubles and a homer. Small san- or small group. There's only like five, six guys at a face sale, but they've all had pretty good success off of them. Pretty interesting stuff there. Um, Freddie Freeman, 12 for 24. Three doubles, two homers off Zach Wheeler. Brian McCann, five for nine with a homer. Flowers, five for nine with a homer. Donaldson, six for ten with a double. Um, Matt Joyce, Acuna taking him deep. As a team, they're hitting 383 off Wheeler. Atlanta could be sneaky. Could be sneaky. Uh, James McCann, 5 for 13, 3 doubles and a homer off of you know, Cole's. Uh, it's supposed to be Granky tonight. So everywhere I look has Cole, but Granky's supposed to, They announced Granky last time when it got rained out, so we'll see. But there is a double header there. So see which one, who, which game he's pitching. It could be Cole at the nightcap. But I think Cole's got the day game. I think Granky's got the night game, but I could be wrong. Josh Reddick, 6 for 20, 2 doubles, 2 homers off of Nova. See, because Nova could be the early or the late game. Cease. So. Check the double doubleheader. Right now, DK has Cease and Granky as the night game, but everywhere else has Cole and Nova. So keep that in mind. If it's Cole, he's obviously in play just like Granky is. And if it's Nova, the Astros look even sexier than they did before. So there's your quick analysis on that one. I'd be stacking the hell out of the Astros if it's Yvonne Nova. Let's put it that way. Um, Jake Lamb, 6 for 17, 3 doubles and a home run off Zach Gallon. Escobar and Vila have taken Gallon deep as well. Um... I mean, Gray, facing Gray Gallons on their team, dummy. Uh, Brandon Crawford, 5 for 12, the double off of Anderson. And that'll do it for your BVP, and that will do it for quick. It's 15 gamer in the book, longer than usual because, well, 15 games. That'll happen. But it's a fun one. Good slate. Uh, go check out FantasySportsDGens.com to get in the Fantasy DGens Slack chat. Lots of stuff going on there. Plus, just dropped a new Bench with Bubba last night, episode 200. It was Bubba and the Bat Flip, edition 4. Lots of good stuff with Batflip Crazy, but 200 editions of Benjamin Bubba. It's been fun. It's been awesome. Got another one coming up tonight to do some wide receiver previews for fantasy football. Um, got the new uh, B- Always Pressing BMW Championship preview uh, for the uh, for your PGA DFS this week. And we'll have much, much more coming your way over there. And then go check out thequantage.com again. Sign up for the NFL DFS Season Pass for $149.99. Use promo code Bubba and get the rest of MLB, MLB free. I highly Highly recommended if you want to take NFL seriously. But until next time, give a rating and review on iTunes. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday 
August 13th edition. I'm out.